0: I still don't know what strike means, but we're going on a strike. Well, Giants fans, after that message from Tom, I don't really blame him for not being here tonight and going on strike for the week because it's been tough as a Giants fan. The first three weeks have not been pleasant at all. I'm JQ. This is Talking Big Blue with JQ. Here after a brutal and devastating loss, week three to the Falcons at home, after the Giants at halftime retire Eli Manning's jersey. Just a very rough to be a Giants fan right now. And honestly, I'm surprised I'm here right now to record this episode. I just wanted to do a little quick game recap and talk about some things that really bothered me. I'm gonna start off with the coaching staff. First off, Jason Garrett. He comes in here and he's just not able to get anything done for this Giants offense. You thought they'd be able to expand plays and go downfield more with Jason Garrett. No, everything's been very conservative at this, this point of the season, even with the additions of Kadarius Tony and Kenny Galladay, which is very brutal as Giants fans. So it's just been really tough, guys. It's just been really tough. I want to see this offense take more explosive plays, and there was really literally only one to two explosive plays in this game. The downfield reception, the CJ board on third down, that was the only explosive play of the game past 20 yards for the Giants, and we didn't see any RPOs, run pass option for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. I will say, though, Saquon Barkley definitely had a better game than most people probably expected him to. And he's getting a lot of hate for us though. I don't understand. I get it. Probably wasn't the best draft decision at that time. But we're we're past that. We're very far past that. And we gotta focus on the present. And Dave Gettleman This is my next topic. Going to the GM was not able to get his job done as a GM. I'm calling for heads here, guys. I really am. I want to see Jason Garrett gone. I want to see Dave Gettleman gone. And Joe Judge, I'm not going to lie, he is on the hot seat for a lot of reasons once I get into that. But Dave Gettleman, with drafting Saquon Barkley back in 2018, it was your job, your responsibility to build around him and this offense Yes, I know Eli Manning's career was at the end of it, and he was on his way out towards retirement. But still, this team had a a long way to go. And guys, I'm not going to lie. It really seems like they still have a very long way to go until they are a good football team. Okay, so real quickly, I'm going to read the Giants' remaining schedule until their bye week, so the next six games. They are away in New Orleans. That's the Saints' first home game of this season with everything that's been going on, all the chaos, the hurricane in new Orleans, even that fire in the dome. After that, they're going to Dallas. Once again, they are home week six against the Rams week seven. They are home against the Panthers week eight, Monday night football against the chiefs in arrowhead. That is a huge game and a scary one. And then week nine, they play the Raiders right before their bye week guys. I want to be honest with you. I do not see a lot of wins with the way this team is playing right now. I do not see a lot of wins in these next six games. And it sucks. It really does because you really want to see this team do well. But they're pathetic right now. Nothing's going well for them. And it's really it's time to make changes. And that's why I'm going to like hone in on this point. It's time to make changes. Honestly, if I'm the Giants right now, this is my personal opinion. If I'm the Giants, I'm firing Jason Garrett right now. And this is Tuesday, September 28th. This is when I have time to record this episode. Tuesday, September 28th. I'm firing Jason Garrett Wednesday morning. I'm promoting Freddie Kitchens to the head offensive coordinator job for the time being for the rest of the year. And Dave Gettleman, you're gone, man. You're gone. This is it. This was your shot. You are done. But seriously, man, this is tough. There's penalties being called against the giants. They're not disciplined. They can't stay on sides. There's guys at the line of scrimmage. You can hear it when they're mic'd up, not even mic'd up, but just the sound of the game. What's the call? What's the play? What's this? What's that? It's just a very unorganized team. And that leads back to Joe Judge, the head coach himself. What is going on with Joe Judge and some of the play calls he has been making? Also, by the way, a little side note, John Mara was booed at Eli Manning's halftime ceremony, his jersey retirement. So think about that. That's where this team is at right now. And I'm, I'm so happy that those fans... Stood up and booed John Mara little point here on Joe judge that I'm a little upset about right now. Joe judge punts on fourth and three from the Falcons, 39 yard line. Joe judge decides the punt with six and a half minutes left in the third quarter while being down six to seven, just not an aggressive team. You can't even take the opportunity to let Graham Gano, who hasn't missed a field goal in over 30 attempts, take a shot at like a 55 yard or even further. It's unbelievable what, what this team has done so far, And they just can't succeed. Joe Judge there, fourth and three from the Falcons' 39-yard line. Just go for it. I feel like fans would be less upset if you went for it and did not get the first down. It doesn't matter at that point. You want to see this team be more aggressive and it goes down and it relies to the coaching staff. The best part of this Giants team was their defense, the defensive secondary, and of course, Saquon Barkley coming back, the big addition of him. And of course, those big, additions in free agency Kenny Galladay Kyle Rudolph and then of course in the draft with Kadarius Tony and Aziz Ojolari who is the biggest bright spot on the team right now Aziz Ojolari has three sacks through three games on pace for 17 sacks like Bobby Skinner says from talking Giants and his third sack was a forced fumble too as well that the Giants were able to pick up so something's got to change the offense is not all there the defense is completely falling apart. They're giving up yards after catch all the time. It's not like they're stopping guys short at the line, or even just stopping plays in general. They pinned Riley Dixon multiple times for the Giants. Their punter pinned the Falcons deep in their own territory, and they were still not able to get out of drives in certain situations. The Giants they were still giving up massive chunk yardage plays. A couple of plays with Mike Davis and Cordell Patterson. They ran all over the Giants' defense for multiple plays and it really hurt the Giants they'd pin the Falcons in their own 10 yard line and after three plays they were back at midfield almost it's just really sad to see and the coverage I don't know what Patrick Graham's doing but he's playing very off ball recently these first three weeks they haven't been playing a lot of man-to-man coverage like I expect and when they do they're still getting beat it doesn't matter what they run they're just getting beat on everything and the yards after catch are killing the Giants and these drives always late in games At the end of the first half, the the Giants are always giving up points. It's either a touchdown or a field goal. Honestly, it's always a touchdown before halftime that they give up, and all that confidence they built up in the first half crumbles in the pieces going into the second half. It is really frustrating to see that as a Giants fan, and it's just I can't take it anymore. I'm here recording by myself because Tom's on strike for the week, which I think is pretty funny right now because we really want to see this team succeed, and it's hard to. We take a lot of time to record these podcasts, edit these podcasts and it's just it's really getting to us and we really want to see this team do well and have a successful season but with their next six games it's going to be tough to say that this season is going the direction giants fans want it to and also a chance to win the nfc east i do not think that is going to happen this year i'll touch on the offense a little bit now daniel jones 24 of 35 for 226 yards no passing touchdown they ran one in with barkley Jones got the the two point conversion as well. It's just, they're not using Daniel Jones to his strength and his strength is throwing the ball deep downfield and running that read pass option. It's just not happening. And it is very, very, very frustrating. And we need to see more from this team. And I, it's just, it's just, it's unbelievable to think about. It really is unbelievable to think about that this team is struggling this much. And besides Daniel Jones playing well for the offensive side, once again, the man himself, Grand Gano, two field goals early in the game. So Giants only had one touchdown on the Saquon Barkley run, which was good to see. You like to see him get into the end zone. Saquon had 16 carries for 51 yards and one touchdown. It might not be the wow factor you'd think. He had 21 points in fantasy, according to ESPN's fantasy app. Kenny Galladay, four receptions, 64 yards, still waiting for that breakout game where he has over 100 yards. But once again, he was battling that hip injury that kind of sidelined him for parts of the game. But still, it's just tough. Everything is tough right now for the Giants, and this is not how we wanted the season to unfold. I was saying this to Tom and my buddy JT the other day. Shout out, JT. I said to them, in quote, you thought the Giants starting off 1-7 and was bad last year? 0-3 right now in 2021 seems a lot worse than 1-7. But besides that, these next six games will be a pivotal point of the season for the Giants to see where they can end up. But it's not looking too good for the Giants right now. It is really not. But a bright spot, I will say, all these moral victories. Giants, Andrew Thomas ranks fourth in pressures rates allowed, 2.5%, with RPOs, screens, and play actions removed per pro football focus. Massive improvement from his rookie season. Andrew Thomas is a bright spot. Daniel Jones has been a bright spot. And it sucks because Sterling Shepard goes down with a hamstring injury, misses the rest of the game. Darius Slayton as well misses the rest of the game with a hamstring injury. Prayers up to Blake Martinez, who tore his ACL on the first drive of the game. That really sucks. Losing him is going to be huge for this defense that's already been getting beaten up all year. So there's a lot going on and these next six games are going to be a big test for the giants. And I am very, very, very nervous. Ben Bredesen, once again, he was the starting left guard for the past two weeks. He has a hand injury as well and might miss significant time as well. So this giants offensive line is now going through a roller coaster of emotions and players. And like I said, in the beginning of the season, the two biggest concerns for this giants team were the offensive line and how Daniel Jones was going to perform through the first three weeks. That's the best part of the team, in my mind. In my mind, Daniel Jones and the Giants' offensive line have done their own and held their own weight. It's the Giants' secondary that is getting beat up and absolutely tormented. And that front seven, there's no pressure. Finally, Leonard Williams finally has a sack. It's about time we see him get a sack, his first sack of the year. But besides that, the Giants' defense just can't get anything going. And it's really, really discouraging as a fan to see because you expected a lot from them this year, Daniel Jones fumbled twice, but that wasn't a big crucial thing. He recovered both fumbles, but once again, Evan Ingram, his first game back week three, he's making his debut of this season, a big season for him as well on a contract year fumbles on his second reception of the game, loses the ball Falcons take over. I will go back to, I know I'm bouncing around a lot. I'm by myself. So it's kind of hard to hone in on one point instead of, cause I got a lot on my mind right now. And I'm just, I'm letting everything go. Tay Crowder had 11 total tackles. Jabril Peppers had eight. Logan Ryan had eight. eight. Xavier McKinney had six. Leonard Williams had the sack and a tackle for loss. Austin Johnson had also a sack and a tackle for loss as well. But besides that, man, this team is getting beat up. And they had the defense themselves, that secondary, had three crucial drops on interceptions that would have changed momentum in this game towards the end of the game before the Falcons went in for that touchdown when they were down 14 to seven. That drop by Adore Jackson in the back of the end zone. That's going to haunt me for a little bit as a fan and definitely as a podcaster because I have that visual just clearly in my mind of him dropping that. He catches that ball. That could be game over right there. Giants run out the clock and that's it. You're going into week four, one and two. But, man, guys, I really think the Giants right now, they should really be sitting at 2-1. and They beat Washington. They had a lot of mental mistakes that game. A lot of discipline went the wrong way for them. A lot of penalties against them as well. And then this game against the Falcons was just not a good game. They play down to their opponent's skill set. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the Giants are a 10 times better team than the Falcons, but a team like the Falcons is rebuilding. And meanwhile, the Giants are going out there and trying to make the playoffs and win the division, but it does not look like that's going to happen this year. A lot's going to change in the next few weeks. Who knows? Jason Garrett may actually get fired. I think Giants fans would be really happy with that. Dave Gellman might not even last the full season, and honestly, if Joe Judge keeps it up, I don't know what's going to happen to Joe Judge. He has a lot of things gone wrong for him so far. Still, in his two years as head coach, has not gotten one challenge call right, which is something definitely to point out when he tries because it loses the team timeouts towards the end of the game. The Giants burnt all three timeouts before I think it was before even there was 10 minutes left in the fourth. So you're putting your team in really bad situations. And I just think everything in general, guys, really needs to change. I'm sick and tired of losing. I'm sick and tired of being a fan of this team because I hate seeing them lose. I really care about them a lot. I want to see them succeed. I want to see them win. I thought this year was going to be a lot better, but it doesn't really look like it, guys. And I'm sorry. I hate to say it, fans. I really do. Keeps me up at night just even thinking about it. But listen, I will say this as one of my last regards to this episode. Do not blame Saquon Barkley for any of this. All Saquon did was be drafted by the New York Giants organization back in 2018. And Dave Gettleman has gave him zero help. No all pro offensive linemen. The offensive line has not been there for him. And his best year was arguably with that Giants worst offensive line. Yes, I know he's coming off an ACL injury. I know you're supposed to have a good year coming off an ACL injury. We saw with Adrian Peterson and a couple other backs, you know, in years past. But still, give him some time. There's not blocking in front of him. He tries to create for himself. I know a lot of Giants fans just want to see him hit the holes. And run, But listen, it will come with time. I just think this playbook is not meant for Saquon Barkley and a couple of weapons on this team. And that's why I personally think, guys, a lot needs to be changed with this Giants team moving forward. If they want to have a shot at the rest of this season, do they want to be battling with the New York Jets or another team for the first overall pick in 2022? Heck no. We want to see them make the playoffs, be a good team, and get out there and win some games. So Tom will be back for the week four game preview. I did not say that. I did not mention that in the beginning of the episode. I said he would be taking the week off, but he will be back for the game four preview, which will be fun. We'll have a good laugh, have some good time because they are playing the Saints, So it is going to be a very, very tough game. So it's going to be interesting to see what goes on. My last stat line from Zach Rosenblatt, it's about Jason Garrett and Daniel Jones, and it is not good so far their 10 year. Daniel Jones has thrown 13 touchdowns in 17 games with Jason Garrett. On the other hand, Daniel Jones threw 24 touchdowns in 13 games with Pat Shermer. Two totally polar opposite offensive schemes. I really do miss Pat Shermer because he liked to throw the ball deep. And it was something we all love to see. But listen, guys, I'm done ranting. That's what I came to record tonight, just ranting about this entire Giants team. The defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham, needs to step it up. Jason Garrett needs to step it up and figure something out, get Kenny Galladay more involved, depending how limited he is with his hip. Let's hope that Darius Slay and Sterling Shepard are right, go for next week, week four. We need them in the lineup. And Joe Judge, stop being a bonehead. Your honeymoon's over. This team needs you. You got to get something going. And Dave Gettleman, buckle up, buddy, because who knows how much longer you're going to be in that chair before you're ejected out of the front office. Once again, guys, thanks for listening. I appreciate all the support and love you guys give me. We'll be back Thursday night for a game preview. I love you guys all, and we'll see you on another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ soon. Oh, guess what, Squidward? Woo! So uh...